Hey, this is Dr. Evans Kariuki. Welcome to Firebrand Nation. Your life will never be the same as you go through these teachings. These are teachings for soul winners. Here at Firebrand Nation, we believe that we are called to reach one soul every second. This podcast is designed for soul winners who hunger and thirst to see the lost come to the knowledge of Jesus Christ. A kingdom of kings and priests. Amen. Go with me to Isaiah chapter 60, verse 22. Go to 22. Let's start there. A little one shall become a thousand, and a small one a strong nation. I, the Lord, will hasten it in his time. A little one shall become a thousand, and a small one a great nation. What is God's method for raising greatness? God always has a man that he chooses, and God uses that man to release God's grace on other men and women. God begins with addition. God adds to a man. Moses was added to his staff the grace and the anointing of God. But when Moses raised up leaders, he multiplied his grace. The disciples were called by addition. Jesus added 12 to his ministry. But when the 12 went out and the initial 250, they were multiplied. So the Bible tells us that one can chase a thousand to flight. And the Bible says two can chase how many? I, I'm not hearing your, your neighbor. Two can chase how many? So if one can chase a thousand and two can chase ten thousand, how many can three chase? Because the two are now multiplying in doubles. And then those doubles are now multiplying in doubles. Are we together? The two become four. They don't become five. Are we flowing together? The two become four. The four become eight. The eight become sixteen. There is a difference between one becoming two and two becoming four, four becoming eight, eight becoming sixteen. God's method of increase, of multiplication, and growing anything in our life is we go through a season where it feels like we are adding, we are adding, we are adding. There was a time in my life at the age of 23, I was a small group leader. I had three or four flock and I led a small group, but God added the grace in my life. Then soon enough, I began a conference call. I was doing a prayer call for African 
uh, Africans in the US and people from Africa. And that phone call became one after the other. I don't even know what they used to join for because I had no word, had no revelation. I used to tell them, go to the book of Job to get a job. But God is faithful and God is full of grace. Let me tell somebody right now, you're worried about your little, but God is trying to multiply your little. You're worried about how many scriptures you don't know. You're worried about your weaknesses and what you do not have. But today I come with the anointing of Isaiah chapter 60 and declare that the little in your life shall become a thousand. The weaknesses in your life shall become a great nation. In the mighty name of the Lord Jesus Christ, I prophesy to somebody that little is much when God is in it. I prophesy into your destiny. If all you have is a clap, if all you have is a shout, if all you have is a dancer, God will use your little. Moses, where is your staff? Joseph, where is your dreamer? Whatever little thing you have, God will use it because we serve a God who takes the little things and adds to them. Then he multiplies. So now with the anointing of God, I declare a season of multiplication. Abraham shall become Abraham. Abraham and Sarah shall produce a great nation. We thank God for Isaac, but Isaac was the addition. Now get ready. I said get ready. I said get ready. I said get ready to walk in to your multiplication in the mighty name of the Lord Jesus Christ. The Bible declares despise not. Tell your neighbor despise not. Tell your neighbor not me. I don't despise the days of small beginnings. I don't despise the days of small beginnings. If all you had was to make announcements do the announcements baby because one day you'll be a great preacher if all you had was a small group let the small group flourish because one day you'll raise a great army i feel my anointing coming if all you have is a sentence write the sentence down because one day it shall be a mighty book somebody declare a little shall become a great nation now shout as you step in to your greatness i don't hear you shout i don't hear you praise i don't hear you shout if all you've won is one song i feel god tell your neighbor neighbor tell your neighbor neighbor look at my life it may not look like much right now but watch this space i serve a god who takes a little i serve a god who takes a little things i serve a god who takes a little things and multiplies them shout if you're ready for multiplication Take 10 seconds and give him a multiplied praise. Somebody just needs to say it's my season to be multiplied. I declare over your life, your shrinking days, your losing days are over. 
you've lost enough and from this moment you're increasing you're flourishing and you're multiplying in Jesus mighty name help me band let's preach this thing we have no more time to lose we have no more space to waste it is time for our next level you've taken too many steps back it has cost you too much it's time to move to the next level shout if you believe it shout if you believe it come on Ben shout if you believe it shout if you believe it shout I'm going up I'm going up I'm going into my multiplication Revelation chapter 5 verse 9 says this and they sang a new song they sang a new song when God wants to take us to the next level what he does is a new thing you know there are some of you you must refuse to age you must refuse to age you know one of the things about aging is you become extremely boring you don't want new music you just like the old style you don't want new things it's in the bible like everything just bores you we must refuse to age there must be something new that god is doing every day of your life is there somebody with something new i command your muscles your spiritual muscles to keep renewing every day in the mighty name of jesus christ Doc, one of the things they say the older you get your muscles stop renewing they stop rebuilding themselves like they did while you were younger and you begin to lose more muscle and the more you lose the less you move the more stagnant you become the bible says and they sang a new song the bible says and they praise a new praise they sang a new song and the bible says saying thou art worthy to take the book somebody say thou art worthy to take the scroll and open its seal for they were slain and have redeemed us to unto god by your blood out of every tribe out of every tribe you're more than your race you're more than your age you're more than your sex there's something greater on the inside of you and that's the anointing of god if your security is in your age your security is in your race your security is in your sex that is a very weak foundation for the day you got saved my bible declares we have an anchor for our soul we have an anchor for our soul is there somebody who's standing on a foundation that's greater than their natural tribe
out of every tribe out of every tongue and people and nation and has made has made a car doesn't choose to be made the inventor chooses and makes it has made Pastor, I, I, don't, I, don't, I don't want to be a priest. I don't want to be a... I'm okay with just being a regular member. No, no, no. You'll never be okay until you step in to what God has made you. And the truth is this. We know it. Everybody who's out of line with God, you know it. You can try cover it up. You can try tape it up. You can try. It's like you go to the family dinner and they say, you, you can make a good preacher. And you've been running. You're like, I don't want to be a preacher. But everybody you meet tells you what you could be. Because sometimes you're blinded to what you could be. Because you've closed your eyes to the things of God. And opened your eyes to the world. It's the truth. The church of Jesus Christ today is full of more prophets who are like Jonah. Than prophets who are like Jeremiah. We think it's cute to run from our calling. We think it's cute to run from what God has called you to do. Let me remind you what the Bible says. The Bible says cursed is the man who draws back his sword in the time of war. There's nothing cute about running from what you've been called to do. But pastor, they hurt me. They had Jesus. They had Paul. They had Peter. And if you've ever been hurt in church, release a shout now. Since when did church hurt become an excuse for you not to serve the living God? Somebody shout, we are cleaning up house today. All your excuses, all your complaining are nothing to the cross of Jesus Christ. The Bible says in this work of God, you must deny yourself and pick up the cross and follow him. The Bible says if they did it to Jesus, they will do it too. If they prosecuted him, it will prosecute you. Old country folk used to say, buckle up, buttercup. Well, they're talking about me. Well, they're complaining about me. Well, they're doing this about me. You're so focused on them that you're missing what he's saying about you. You're missing what God's saying about you. And do you know what the worst part of it is? If you miss your window of grace to serve God. The truth is, this is the truth of the B-I-B-L-E. When God says he's done fighting and struggling with you, 
and he takes his robe off you. You can try, oh, I better preach real good to you. You can try put brakes on life, but you're, dry, you're riding down a hill in a car that has no brakes. Things begin to happen in your life. Oh, oh, yeah, yeah. Are you in the house? I said, are you in the house? Are you in the house? Numbers 20, 26. Listen to this. Listen to this. You think it's, it's, it's a light thing to be called kings and priests? Do you know what God does to people who reject him? Oh. And strip Aaron of his garment. Aaron's got a garment. Aaron, your time is done. Strip Aaron of his garment and put them, we okay, thank you, upon Eleazar, his son. Then what happens next? And Aaron shall go on vacation and start his beach ministry. You think you got problems in your family now while serving God? You just don't know how many angels are protecting you. Church, church, let the, let the heart of a man, let the heart of a man change from serving God truly. That is when they step into real problems. Real problems. Ask Jonah. Ask Jonah. Let the heart of a man change slightly. Look at Aaron. And strip Aaron of his garments and put them upon Eliezer his son. And Aaron shall be gathered to his people. The Bible says, serve God and live. Yeah. Oh, pastor, what do you mean? What do you mean, pastor? What do you mean? What I mean is this. God loves you too much to let you stay in this earth doing nothing. If you're doing nothing, he will gather you to heaven quickly. God loves you too much. How many of you believe heaven is better than earth? You do? You believe it? How many of you believe God loves you and wants to be with you? Then why are you here? You got work to do. Paul said, my, I have finished my race. I have finished my course. I'm done. And now that I'm done, I'm ready to be offered up. This thing is no joke. It's no joke. We're not some Girl Scout cookies passing out cookies on Sundays. We are preaching the gospel of Jesus Christ. Sit down. Let me talk to these young people. These young kings and priests. God showed me at some time this year that he said if we don't do something quickly, God is skipping a generation. 
Oh, yes, he is. He's been doing it for a while. Because we have the most godless generation. I'm talking about the knowledge of God that has ever been. They believe reading stars and reading the Bible gives you the same thing. We have prophets who are not prophesying the word of God. They're prophesying what they had for breakfast and they have a following. We have priests on social media who are more concerned about their physical appearance than their spiritual impact. If you can stand on a pulpit on the Sunday before July the 4th and celebrate freedom for America, but not celebrate freedom for 17 million babies. We've got this thing mixed up. We have young people who are waiting to be used by God. I want you to hear about that concept. I'm waiting. Where did that come from? Where did you see that in the Bible? I'm waiting to be used. You know what the Bible says about young people? Numbers chapter 1 verse 2 to 3. Very quickly, very quickly. Talk to my young people. Because I need some young men and women on fire around me. You know, I, I did an audit of the people I hung around and I realized, and I thank God for it, but most of my friends. And I thank God for it. It's got me to where I am today. I, I love wisdom of the aged. I do. I do. But I'm in a swing where God is saying, don't miss a generation in America. Don't miss a generation. Look at this. Look at this. So we have young people who are waiting to be used by God. Do you know what waiting to be used by God is? It's like you've graduated high school and instead of looking for a college, you're waiting for a college to come and recruit you. How many recruits? Of all the millions who graduate in college, how many really get recruited? We have mixed up the calling. Because the, the, the truth is this, God speaks to people who listen. And God calls and chooses people who are available. The truth is this. Some of the young people in the world today, it's not that they're waiting to be called. It's that they're too busy chasing the world to accept. Too busy chasing the world to accept the call. Look at this. We're in Numbers chapter 1. Are you there? 
Let's read it off the screen. One, two, three, go. Keep going. From stop. From twenty years and up, all that are able to go to war. How old do you have to be in America to sign up in the army or the navy? Eighteen. But yet we want somebody to be 30 before they can serve God. The army and the navy are picking our young people Well, the church is sitting back saying let them hear the word a little bit more. No, I'm not saying you give them bishopric. But I'm saying there is a place that God has called young people to be the energy and the drive for the church. Look at it. Ready for war. Huh. Exodus chapter 30 verse 14. Quickly. A kingdom. I will preach this thing until you believe you are raised and saved to be a king and a priest. Until you believe it, that I should have an anointing for kingship in my life. Exodus 20, Exodus 30, verse 14. One, two, three, let's read. From 20 years and above shall give an offering. In other words, at the age of 20, you should tell mom, thank you for always giving me an offering. Now I'm taking my own. A man has to get to a place in his life where he says, mom, thank you for breastfeeding me, but now I need to be my own man. Problem with some of us is you stayed on the breast for too long. So you're still calling your mama up for rent. Still calling your mama up to pay your phone bill. Get your bill disconnected from your mother and stand up as a man and see the work of God in your own life. How will you know what God can do in your life if you don't take those steps of faith? And the church said, Amen. Leviticus 27, verse 3 to 5, we're finishing. From 20 years old to 60 shall have a specific offering which they bring unto the Lord. Ezra chapter 3, verse 8. Ezra 3, 8. When you get there, say Amen. All right, read it off the screen. One, two, three, read. Ezra 3, 8. And appointed Levites 
from 20 years old upwards. Church, the most of our pastors that we ordain should be young people. Only one of Jesus' disciples was married. The rest were teenagers and young people. It's the truth. When did you start serving God? At a young age. When has the work of God been most vibrant? It's when young people are involved. How many things did you start doing at a young age? You know, the other day, actually it was, now it's been a while, someone came and told me, uh, they're, they're in Firebrand now in Kenya, but they said, I'm not ready to pastor. I told him, you're going to be a pastor. He said, I'm not ready. I said, why aren't you ready? He said, because there are things in my life God is working on me. I said, what? You're still sleeping around with girls? He said, yes. So I said, you're old enough to fornicate, to convince a girl to sleep. You're old enough to sleep around and do adult things. But it's the things of God that you want to delay. It's, the, it's serving God that you want to put on the side banner. You're ready to do everything else but serve God. Wow. Tell your neighbor, wow. wow. Tell them again, wow. wow. Numbers chapter 8. Numbers chapter 8, verse 24. Numbers 8, 20, 24. This is God speaking. From 25 years old and upwards, they shall be the one that wait upon the Lord. Mm. That's the priesthood. Now let us look at the kings. The kings. Num Go with me to Jeremiah 52 verse 1. Jeremiah 52 verse 1. He reigned 11 years. 20 years. Write the scriptures down for the sake of time. 2 Kings 21.19 Amon, the king of Israel, was at the age of 22 when he became king. If you can trust a 22-year-old to become a king, David, 20s, 20s, when he became king. Joseph, the Joseph that we read in the Bible, went into prison at the age of 17. Came out of prison by the age of 19. That scripture that says Pharaoh made him the father of Pharaoh. Joseph was 19. When he became the leader in Egypt. You know, the, the truth is this. We have been deceived because when you look at many pastors, you see they are old.
So we think, for me to be like that, I need to wait till I'm old. Church, let me tell you the truth. Time is passing by quickly. Oh my. You know, the truth, I wish more gray-haired people would tell you the truth. The greatest gift you have is your youth. That, that is worth billions. If you, could package, if you could package your youth in a box and sell it at Walmart or at Amazon, you could charge 10 million for someone to take your youth and become your age. The Bible says, remember your creator. Remember your creator in the days of your youth. Well, pastor, that kings and priests message are for the people who know the most scriptures. Who told you, sir? Jesus chose 12 that did know one thing. And one of them was a betrayer, by the way. And one of them was uh, uh, rejected him three times, by the way. Peter was the biggest mess, the whole, the whole thing. But Jesus still chose him. We make all these excuses why God cannot use us. We make all these excuses. But the truth is this. Your heart is far from God. Accept it and repent. And come back and realize that God has been too good for you not to serve him. Well, pastor, uh, you know, they don't pay pastors too much. You broke anyway. You know, it's like, it's like you're sitting on a meal, talking a million, talking about they don't pay pastors too much. You broke anyway. It's your heart that's the problem. That's the truth. And God needs to deal with the inner parts of our heart so we can raise up priests and kings in the house of God who love God more than anything else, who are on fire for God more than anything else. Is your desire to please God beyond finding a husband? Is your desire to please and serve God beyond going to college and raising your own so-called life? You know, I paid 50000 for my college career. 50. But what I do today is greater than anything my degree would have gotten me. So stop acting like you won the, 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 the lottery when you got your degree. As long as, as long as you've been called to serve God and you're not serving him, you'll never have joy beyond measure. You'll never have peace beyond measure. You'll never have gladness beyond measure. I declare it's time for you to take your priestly garment I wonder if Aaron is in the house I wonder if David is in the house it's time for you to take up the 
garment of the king, the garment of the priest. You will serve God in business and you will serve him in his kingdom. Is there somebody who says, I'm ready to be a king and a priest. I'm ready to be a king and a priest. I hear you, Holy Ghost. Someone says, someone says, I've made too many mistakes and I'm too filthy. If God can use the woman at the well with her five husbands, how about you? With all your mistakes, in fact, God is looking for somebody like you. God is looking for somebody. Why? Because the Bible declares him who has been forgiven much. The Bible declares they love much. Is there somebody who's been forgiven much? And out of your forgiveness, you find a place to serve God and love God more. Let me tell you the truth. The truth is this, and I've come to see it. People who never lived wild, they have to charge themselves to serve God. But for us who know, if it wasn't for God, I would be destroying my life. If it wasn't for God, I would be making a whole mess out of myself. There are some of us, all we have to do is wake up in the morning for us to want to serve God. Because when we look back at our lives and see where God has brought us from. Oh, when I look back at my life and see where God has brought me from. See what God has done for me it's an honor to be called your king oh it's an honor to be called a priest everybody on your feet hands lifted bj just come get on the keys everybody on your feet hands lifted declaring lord it's an honor to call you and to be called a king in your house for you to still choose me with all my mistakes with all my failures church you cannot out sin the grace and the hand of god paul was a murderer peter rejected jesus and the bible says paul was the chief of sinners paul was the chief of sinners and the bible declares that paul was the one who did the greatest work for the for the gentiles today there is someone who's under my voice who thinks maybe you're already too old or you think your time is gone let me remind you of abraham let me remind you of moses at the age of 80 moses began the biggest part of his ministry let me remind you of a man called uh, called moses and let me remind you of the man of god called abraham that at his old age he had the child of his old age god can use everybody but god cannot use somebody who resists him but god can use everybody who says yes to him if you're in this place today and you're saying i'm ready for my next level i'm ready for my next level whatever that may be i'm not going to box you in whatever that may be i walk in to the anointing of the king and the anointing of the priest As I anoint you, 
you're walking out of here with two anointings the anointing of the king we say this week that the king represents the authority on this earth represents a dominance in business you will not fail in business your bank accounts your businesses cannot shall not will not fail the name of Jesus in the name of Jesus in the name of Jesus in the name of Jesus by the Holy Ghost I command those hands to prosper poverty does not know your address lack and scarcity will not know your home the kingdom has need of you the kingdom has need of you in the mighty name of Jesus yes Lord and the second anointing is the anointing of the priest the Bible says elder come the Bible says the book of Exodus and the book of Deuteronomy gather a robe and with this robe place it upon Aaron I will be a symbol of what God is doing for you in the spiritual realm I'll be a symbol of what God is doing for you in the spiritual realm the elders of this church have a robe and I'm standing like Aaron on your behalf and today God is giving you a robe the robe has the symbol of gold that represents God's forever provision you will never be without provision as long as you serve him if he has to take money out of a fish's mouth God will provide for you because God takes care of his own the purple representing the royalty that God is putting over you your past is gone forever and your future is being made new in the mighty name of Jesus only say yes to God receive the anointing of the king and the priest and watch your life change forever watch the grace of God in your life change forever be who you've never been go where you've never gone touch what you never touched and this church will grow and multiply and expand because men and women are working day and night to an acaso so the house of God may be full Yes, Holy Ghost. Yes, Holy Ghost. Yeramase Taraba. Get into an atmosphere of worship. God is doing something in this place. You are not forsaken. You are not forgotten. The grace and the anointing of God in your life is coming alive today. And as I put on this robe, God himself is robbing you today.
you've got to lose the garment that you're wearing right now you've got to let go of the garment of your past you've got to let go of the garment of your failures you've got to let go of the garment of your insecurities you've got to let go of the garment of religion you've got to let go of the garment of lack of belief in the holy spirit and you've got to put on I do realize that we have people who may not and some may understand the importance of the garment so I will read Exodus 28 verse 1 and the importance of the anointing so I will read Luke chapter 4 verse 18 so Exodus 28 verse 1 for your hearing this is why every priest needs a garment amen and take thou unto thee Aaron thy brother and his sons with him from amongst his children of Israel that he may minister unto me in the priest's office even Aaron the same Aaron that we saw his garment being removed and the Lord took him because the Lord loves him and I forgot to mention this as you serve God if you ever get any life threatening situation the best prayer you pray please hear me and pay attention pay very close attention it is good to pray Lord remember me because of the covenant of Psalms 91 but remember healing and life can also happen on the other side of the cross Psalms 91 is also true after the grave but there is one thing that will preserve your life even in the darkest moments I know of bishops and preachers who've been in a rolling car rolling rolling down car and they said Lord preserve me so I can serve you keep me so I can serve you so I can preach the gospel some more Hezekiah said that same prayer church when you're praying for healing and health your service to God matters tell God keep my robe keep my anointing so I can serve you and I'm talking about even raising your children mother Pasley told God save me so my children can be raised in the way of the Lord sister Darlene Bishop cancer eating her breast said Lord save me so I can serve you are you understanding me these robes preserve us the Bible says back to Exodus 28 from amongst the children of Israel that they may be ministers unto me in the priest's office even Aaron Nadab and Abihu Eliezer Ethema, Aaron's son and thou shalt make holy garments for Aaron thy brother and the garments are for two reasons for glory and for beauty
lift up your hands in this place very 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 softly BJ you're doing well very softly with your hands lifted according to Exodus 28 verse 1 I cover you with the garments of the priest from the top of your head to the sole of your feet and these garments are for glory and for beauty people who disrespected you before will now respect you people who dishonored you before will now honor you with the garment of the priest it will open doors that were once shut with the garment of the priest when you walk into the presence of God when you walk into the throne room of God glory comes forth where you were timid where you were afraid where you did not feel accepted today I cover you with the garments of the almighty God I cover you with the garments of the priest and the garments of the king to every mother receive the garments to every father receive the garments to every son and every daughter receive the garments glory where there was shame we declare glory where there were broken relationships, we declare healing in the name of Jesus. And I declare garments of praise from the top of your head to the sole of your feet. You are a praiser. Your life is to be praised. Your life is to offer praise. And your life is to cause God to dance over your praise. We remove every garment of shame. We remove every garment of shame out of your life. The shame of divorce, the shame of separation, the shame of, of, of your children. They said you are not a good father. We remove that shame. They said the shame of a mother. Yes, I speak to all the mothers all the mothers the shame of genesis chapter 3 today we remove it the shame of your widowhood we remove it now in the name of jesus for those of you who served god before in time past and maybe there is a place where you got disconnected today we cut off that shame in the name of jesus and release new robes we release new priestly garments over your life in the name of Jesus in the name of Jesus in the name of Jesus by the Holy Ghost 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 that's it 
by the Holy Ghost, by the Holy Ghost, by the Holy Ghost, in the name of every robe of religion is removed and the robes of God and the robes of righteousness are being bestowed in Jesus name that's it receive it now receive it now receive it now forget about your neighbor receive it now receive it now every husband receive back honor over your household in the name of jesus in the name of jesus every wife receive love in your house like never before in the name of jesus now i crown you with the crown of a king in the mighty name of jesus i rob you with the royal robes every prodigal son come on home come on home come on home come home in your mind come home in your spirit come home in your life come on home i rob you right now i put on the robes come on church pray i put on the robes over your life the robe of the king the robe of the priest right now right now right now in the mighty name of our lord jesus christ receive the robes receive the robe of righteousness receive the robes of God in the name of Jesus the Bible declares that he'll anoint you with new oil right now as the anointing touches your forehead I feel the Holy Ghost in this place I feel the Holy Ghost in this place as the anointing touches your forehead. I declare your horn is exalted like the horn of a unicorn. I declare by your life that the oil will never run out. That the oil will never run out. I stand with the anointing of an overseer. I stand with the anointing of a bishop. I stand with the anointing as the overseer of your soul and declare every gift, every anointing that is over your life, it shall come forth. It shall come forth, church pray. It shall come forth. It shall come forth. Oh, receive the anointing. Oh, forget about your neighbor. Oh, receive the anointing. Oh, receive the anointing. Yet, the Bible declares that God has given you the anointing of gladness, the oil of gladness. I rebuke every sad day. No more sadness. No more sadness. No more sadness in your future. Receive the oil of gladness. Receive the oil of gladness. Receive the oil of gladness. Receive the joy of the anointing. Receive the anointing and the joy of the anointing. Thank you so much for joining us. I truly believe you have been blessed. If you have enjoyed this episode and would like to join Firebrand Nation, the movement, connect with us on social media at Firebrand Nation. Go to our website at www.firebrandnation.com. Remember, alone I'm a flame. Together we are a fire. Like, share, 
and distribute this so that others could be blessed. God bless you.